Scrim's got a little bit uh, of a better Scrim man again. He is going. Trademark. <laughs> Andrew, come back. You can blame it all on Scrim. <laughs> I do. Ass bag. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. Yeah. Where we leave off. Devoth, you were just about to enter the Jasper Leaf Apothecary. Oh. Yeah, that thing. You know, whenever we start the next week, I'm always like in the back of my mind, like thinking, am I about to die? <laughs> like, did we leave <laughs> off mean, on like... Assumption. <laughs> Where do we leave off? Was it at my deathbed? Yeah. So this is good news for me. Okay, so Devoth, you open the door and step through. This neatly ordered shop has a long counter with a tall stool behind it and display shelves stocked with containers and jars. Samples of plants, tubers, and roots hang from hooks up on the walls and the scented fragrance of herbs suffuses the store. A grumpy-looking guard leans against the wall next to the long shelf and a very strange-looking creature with leathery wings and two small studs where horns might grow sits on the stool. The creature has very long, almost accordion-like arms, and its legs are kind of inverted from that, where his arms look like an opened accordion, his legs look like a shut accordion and are very stubbly. Do I recognize like what it is? Make a knowledge arcana check. Ooh, I'm good at those. Except not really. Uh, I'm just going to take a 10 for a total of 14. Nice. While you have no idea what it what this creature really is, you do recognize it as being a construct. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I just know it's an artificial creature. Yes. Uh, so you enter and the strange creature turns to you and says... Welcome to the Jasper Leaf Apothecary. I'm Talky. How can I help you? Uh, okay. The guard was kind of like like slumped against the counter, and he kind of like strains up a little. Mm. Looks looks alert. I'll I'll address the the construct, but I would assume I'm probably more talking to the guard, but the construct's the one that talked to me. So I'll uh, I'll just tell it. Well, hello there. Uh, I was told that this establishment was in need of uh, some new guards or some more guards. I've come to apply. Kind of like tilts his head, ducks under the counter. You hear some like rearranging of like books or something. It's like hmm, I don't remember seeing anything about needing new guards. Uh, and he like strains back up. Well, anyway, you're here. Uh, why don't you tell me about yourself? Uh, well, as you can see, I am uh, quite the physical specimen. I'll kind of like almost like, flex a little bit, turn around a little bit, show him the axe. <laughs> I've had some experience working on ships, but I think it's time I uh, took a job landside for a little while. And uh, you can trust me, I'm very good in a fight, and uh, I'll stop any trouble that might pop in here. Make a diplomacy check. Yo, are there any guards outside that I could kill real quick to create a demand in their need in guards? <laughs> <laughs> That's a 23 diplomacy. I don't think you... No, there's no guards outside that you can kill. Okay, uh... Hmm, well... All right. Why don't you go through there and and wait for, you know, wait wait for uh, someone to come talk to you. And he uh, points to the door on the east side of the room. All right. I, I guess I shall do that. So I head through there, and I assume I just have a seat at the little table that's back there. Yes, yeah, so you go through the that door, and uh, this looks like uh, the uh, the stock room. It's where the most common and ready for sale chemical goods are kept. You can see poisons, alchemist fire, tanglefoot bags, etc. And there's a little table with a chair that you can sit at. Uh, what's everybody else doing? I thought we were waiting, giving like five to ten minutes, and then going in after Devoth, but just to kind of pretend like we were patrons perusing. I think right. that was. Uh, I think that was just you and it was Tuck Tuck and Cheryl were supposed to go in and pretend to be buyers just to get a lay of the place and. See what the procedure tends to be when people are buying things. Well, Hood should probably do that too, though. I I want if you, if I'm the guy if I was the guy going into a place, I'd want to be able to see the inside of it, and not you know not the first time when I'm robbing it. You I mean you and Scram can feel free to do whatever you desire, but Devoth instructed Tuck Tuck and Cheryl to do so. 
Can I can I scry on rooms? Nope. Scrying only works on creatures. I, I only works on creatures. If you if you threw it up on a creature and that creature then like went on a tour of the apothecary, yeah, you would get an inside look of the, uh, the apothecary. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, Devoth on scrying. Uh, I believe it's like what is it? A minute per level or ten minutes per level? One minute per level. Ten minutes later, Devoth, somebody comes into your room. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's not a bad point, actually. Like, when would Scram start scrying? Like, um, where is Scram? Where are you? Are you back at the house? Oh, that's a good point. Where am I? Yeah, did you come? Are you waiting outside? Did you wait back at the mansion? I guess I'm back at the mansion. I'll give it like a couple of hours, uh, like solid two hours before I start my scrying process. Okay. Uh, give them time to kind of get into the situation. Sure. Before we go in, I know I said it last week, but just so we're clear, I still don't have my ghost mask on. Okay. Good to know. So Devoth entered the apothecary and five minutes go by. Uh, Devoth, nobody's come to see you yet. Uh, it's only been five minutes, but... He might okay. start getting bored. Yeah, that sounds about right. So the rest of you going in? Yep. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you enter the apothecary. ding ling ling You see a guard and a strange-looking creature who I already described. I'm not going to do it again. He says, hi, welcome to the Jasper Leaf Apothecary. My name's Talky. How can I help you? Hmm. Just looking around. As I look at the uh, the dried roots and stuff that are hung up, that, that catches my interest. And I start, uh, I start, you know, sort of wandering around the store, poking stuff and looking at okay. stuff. Can I make a perception check? Are you trying to see find anything specific? Uh, more so anything that would seem like out of place for just a normal apothecary, okay. or it, or anybody, I guess. It's a twenty-nine. Wow. Uh, nothing really looks out of place. It looks like a pretty up and up uh, apothecary. No secret passages? You don't see any secret passages. Uh, you did see the floor plans before coming in here, and you know that you know th- this one room is a, v- a very small percentage of, of the rest of the building. Wait. Uh, you're not... Are we in C2 right now? You're Wait. in C1. Devoth oh. is in C2. Oh. Damn, that's, that's the room, and then there's like all this other apothecary? Holy shit. Yeah. All right, so as you're uh, as you're just kind of poking around, another the the door to the south opens, which you know leads to a uh, a hallway that goes to the back of the of the mansion, and out the door comes another guard. He turns to the the guard who was already in the room, and they start talking. They're 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 trying to like just have their own conversation, but it's not overly hard to uh, yeah. What are they to say? listen in on what they're saying? They're like saying like. Yeah, I guess he wants a, a job as a guard. Uh, I guess just go check him out and you know make sure he's not make sure he, he's, he's make sure he's not sketchy. a pirate captain. Make make sure he's not trying to case the joint. <laughs> and as long as he seems legit, I guess uh, you know give him some basic training. And he walks into the door on the east. Okay, the I assume he was talking about Devoth there. It's probably a safe assumption. So you now have a a pretty good idea of where Devoth probably is too. Mm-hmm. So, Devoth, somebody comes into the room. Okay. He walks right up to you. He's kind of, like, looking you up and down. I'll, like, stand up as he approaches. Okay. I assume I was just sitting at the table for a while. He holds his hand out. Uh, you're pretty sure he's asking to inspect your axe. All right. Yeah, I I pull Chip off my back and hand it to him and just kind of, like, let one hand rest on the dagger in the meantime in case he tries something. Mm-hmm. So, he, he hefts the axe and he's, like, just kind of, like, feeling the balance and everything. So is he any good with this thing? Uh, I'm not going to bother being hungry. Yes, I'm very good with that thing. <laughs> it's pretty close quarters in here. If there's a fight. You might want to have a smaller weapon, like a short sword and a shield might be a better setup for her being a guard here. I've got the shield back at the house, and uh, for close quarters fighting, not much better than this dagger right here. Pat the one at my hip. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Where's your house? Ah, uh, well, house is a strong word for it. I'm... Still looking for more permanent accommodations. Hopefully this uh, guard job will help with that, honestly. Make a bluff check. Oh, man. That's a 31 bluff. Oh, nice. dude. And I'm and I'm giving you a... Uh, 
a small bonus because you that wasn't a hard lie, but it was kind of like a like a deflection. Yeah, which is the only reason I still went with a with you making a bluff check. But yeah, uh, wait, hold on, let me. Oh, little sense motive for that oh. thirty-one. Yeah, he uh, he goes. Hmm, fair enough. Okay, well, uh, I guess uh, I guess come with me and I'll show you where you'll be you'll be staying between shifts. All right, lead the way. So the door on the east side of the storefront opens, and you see the guard who went in there come back out with Captain Devoth. This is probably assumed, but he gave me my axe back, correct? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not letting him leave the room while he's still holding it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So the guy leads you through the the southern door, and you go down a hallway, and you pass two sets of doors on the left and right. Then the hallway turns to the left, and at that turn, there's another door, but you don't go through that. Then you're brought to a like the end of the hallway where there's a closed door, and the guard takes out a set of keys. He unlocks the door, and he shows you through. He follows you through, closes the door, locks it, brings you through the hallway a bit more, and then the hallway kind of opens up to a like a, 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 a staircase landing. You can see that there's a set of stairs on the left, but then on the right... There's a, another door, and he leads you through there. And on the other side, there are a whole bunch of beds. Now, I, I remember we're looking for evidence against this one person, but we didn't... It wasn't, like, a specific piece of evidence, right? We like So we don't have a true target going in, right? Well, we're, we're looking for evidence that the owner of this place is a Chalaxian spy. We don't know exactly what the evidence is, but we can presume it'll be, like, in her quarters. Right, right. It's probably yeah, it's not probably... A, a diploma on the wall, like right when you right. walk in that says <laughs> Chillaxian Spy School. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how how much for this uh, for this official document right here? This is Chellish Spy. <laughs> All right. So you enter uh, what is clearly the guard dormitory. Eight simple beds crowd this room, which is untidy with used plates, flagons, and clothing strewn about. A bricked-up fireplace stands in the west wall, and the room smells strongly of grog and sour sweat. Which is probably not a super unfamiliar scent. Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably not that different from just walking down to the hold of the Mascador. Right. (laughs) Yeah, like, go to, like, the crew quarters, and that's pretty much... It's like your home. Yeah. That's just what it's going to smell like when you put eight men in a room at the same time Mm -hmm. for For extended periods of time. One Cheryl. (laughs) So he's just kind of like going over the uh, the rotation right now of guards. You're welcome to use these quarters to sleep. Nobody really has any assigned beds. Some of the guards, you know, might have long-term claims to one bed. You'll need to just bring it up with them if that comes up. <laughs> we usually have six guards on duty at a time. We rotate every four hours, two at a time. So you'll be you'll usually be paired up with with one person on a regular basis. That might change every once in a while, though. That gives each pair an eight-hour shift, and you have 12 hours before your next shift. All right, sounds good. If you're not guarding the storefront, then you'll need to patrol the the hallway out here on the first floor, or else you might be on the landing upstairs. Every couple days, one of the guards on duty needs to feed the devil cat, uh, so you can, uh, you can get some hands-on training with that sooner or later. Wait, sorry, the devil cat? What's a devil, or do I know what a devil cat is? You're pretty sure that's just like a nickname. Okay. It's not like an actual <laughs> specific creature. Okay. So I, I would, then I would just ask, <clears throat> all right, what's the devil cat? The what? Oh, one of Zarsky's pets. She loves the damn thing, but geez, I think if it, I think it'd uh, eat her in her sleep if I had the chance. Couldn't tell you what it is. It's just a, the size of a tiger, and it's not nice. Fair enough. Most guards here haven't even seen the thing. Uh, you just gotta, well, you'll see. Whatever. All right, so uh, why don't you come back tomorrow at 8 a.m. and you can start your first shift. All right, sounds good. And uh, what's your name, sir? The name's Lee. Captain Lee. Captain? Oh, guard captain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm late for my voyage. (laughs) I'll hold on my hand for a Nice to meet you, Lee. You can call me Devin. He shakes your hand. Nice to meet you, Devin. I probably should have asked you that sooner. Well, let's go back to our fine patrons. What are you guys doing? Find anything good? I got ideas. So uh, I got like 9,000 gold. I'm kind of a big shot, and I'm in a store, so I feel like yeah. I could buy whatever I want. Okay. And uh, I'm not going to waste this opportunity. 
So I'm going to ask the uh, Mechano man if uh, that's where they keep the good stuff, pointing to where those guards went in the back. I don't want the stuff on the shelves. <laughs> I want the good stuff, you know what I'm saying, in the back. Hmm. Okay. He, he, he tilts his head at you. He says, the good stuff? Yeah, you know. S- such as? Oh. You can either make a craft alchemy check, which in your case would probably just be straight intelligence, or you can make a bluff check to oh. kind of like innuendo your way through and be like, you know the stuff I need. Oh, okay. If he had some like super deadly poison, I would be mm-hmm. down on that. Is that a craft alchemy? Yeah. I just like straight to the point, like, look, I want the good stuff, you know, stuff that'll kill someone or stuff that'll burn a hole into, you know, a safe or I don't know, stuff that you would have in the back. Can I assist on that? Well, if uh, if Cheryl's making a uh, craft alchemy check, uh, no, because it's more knowledge based than like like for this role. No, you can't uh, assist, but there might be a follow up role that you could assist on. God damn it. I see you got a nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, the good stuff. <laughs> I see <laughs> Hood got a 29. <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong, but I I imagine this interaction kind of going like, don't you have anything better? Yeah. And Talky's like, a better, such as? And Hood's like, poison. <laughs> and Talky kind of like, he's like, go on. And Cheryl's just <laughs> wink, <laughs> and Hood kind of comes up and this is like, oh, you know, like poison like this and that and the other thing. Yeah, like Naga poison, <laughs> like actual like, knowledge coming through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can actually, can we look for some Naga poison that I could dip my arrows in? Yes. Now we're getting somewhere. Could we? Could we line the edges of Cheryl's book so when it gives a paper cut? Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Uh, there's nothing like that in the storefront, but that's something. No, we don't want the front. We want the good stuff in the back. <laughs> the back, the store okay, back. Okay. So you're saying you want? You're specifically asking for Naga Venom. Right? Maybe not specifically, but that would be nice. I okay. feel like in the in the list of actual poisons and stuff that they might keep in the back. Like, yeah, I, I would have been venom. like, I'm looking for Naga Venom or something comparable. Okay. Um, real quick, before we get into this, I feel like I should mention that when Devoth came in for the job interview, he was not wearing the mask. Yeah, that's I, a good I kind designation. Of <laughs> it's one of those. I feel like that should be fairly obvious, but I wanted to have it stated on the record. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> that's enough. That's why I did it earlier. <laughs> yep, and that's what kind of reminded me. Like, oh yeah, Nick's got he has the ghost mask off for just that reason. Anyway, continue. You know what I really want? Forget. It having to be like Naga Venom, I want Venom that induces paralysis. Oh, that would be sick. So when I'm stealing from this place later, if I have to shoot somebody, they just like, like you know, like a taser. Puts them down real quiet, like. <laughs> <laughs> minus, minus the screaming of pain. It would have to be in blow dart format, though. Yeah, like like sleep darts. Yeah. You know. It's like, oh, don't worry, the tip of my arrow has, has knockout stuff. It's like, yeah, but the arrow went in his neck, so... <laughs> also, he's dead. Well, yeah, he's but... sleeping real hard. <laughs> I want poison that you can put into someone's drink, and then they'll be dead after they poison themselves by drinking it. So, when you guys mention poisons, and you kind of, like, list, you know, what you're, what you're looking for, Talky says, ah, I see. He, he turns to the guard, and the guard uh, exits through the south, and he says... Please wait one moment. A minute okay. later, the guard returns with a second guard, and uh, the second guard uh, takes over for Talky, and Talky hops off his stool. And as he does so, uh, his arms kind of, like, ratchet themselves into his body, and his legs ratchet themselves out of his body. What? And his legs become long enough to, like, reach the floor from the stool. And he says, follow me, please. He goes through the southern door. I follow. You don't go far. You are led into the second door on the right. Okay. Uh, it's a plain room that holds a simple table and two wooden chairs. A small oil lamp sits on the table. Talky closes the door uh, after you two enter, and he turns to face you. And he says, so, we do have poisons. They are typically better discussed in private. Yes, private. So he goes over what kind of poisons they can supply you. 
and I will just make a roll to see uh, if any given poison is like immediately available or if it's something that you'd need to wait while they manufacture it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, give us three days. Like, uh, we're coming back before then, probably to... Hmm. <laughs> you said poison on you. Um, I will say too, guys, remember we have Price Chapman on board too, who is like, his job was to procure like poisons and stuff like this. Right. Another possible in that we could work with is maybe seeing if they are looking to buy some rare alchemical stuff. Oh, yeah. Get them in the back room and start selling them our agenda. I'm just picturing a poison deal. You know, a drug deal where they taste it to make sure it's good. <laughs> like rub a little on their lips like, yep, it's going numb. All right. Oh, sorry. They just sleep. poison a hobo to test it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just find some random guy sleeping on the docks out in a port barrel and hey, pal. see how it affects hey, eat him. this. Hey, kid, you want to make 10 gold? <laughs> make 10 bucks, eat this. <laughs> just take your Get 10, 10 gold, gold bow back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Talky says, of the poisons we have on hand, we have two different types that can uh, render its victim unconscious. One is typically applied to a weapon, and upon breaking the skin or otherwise injuring the target, the poison is administered. The other is typically mixed with food or drink, Oh, and the victim is meant to ingest it. Yeah, that second one, how much is that? And I'd be curious as to how much the first one was. Well, the ingested poison is called oil of restfulness. It is 90 gold pieces for one dose. The injury-based poison is called drow poison. It is 75 gold per dose. Now, other other factors that you may want to... Bear in mind, I I think Hood would probably know this based on how well he rolled for knowledge alchemy, or craft alchemy. The drow poison has a fort save DC of 13. So it's not especially high, but the idea is you stockpile a lot of it, because 75 gold is not that expensive. Mm -hmm. You stockpile a bunch of it, you apply it to a bunch of arrows beforehand, and you just, you know, wait until you get lucky. The oil of restfulness... It sounds kind of beneficial. <laughs> right? Take, take one oil of restfulness, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> one oil of... Have a, have a nice sleepy time. <laughs> Just chamomile tea. <laughs> oil of restfulness by Lunesta. Yeah. Uh, it has uh, a save DC of 15, and it takes one minute to work. Nice. All right, I'm buying some of that. Okay. I'm buying five wanna... of those. I don't want to do any more eating competitions with Cheryl. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's not to win. I have what it takes. I slam down 450 gold and tell him to bring me five of them. Oh, very well. He says, please stay here. And he exits the room. When he comes back, I want 15 doses. Of drought poison? We're like poison dealers right now. That shit's awesome. Uh, it's gonna be eleven twenty-five in total for it. Okay. So Devoth, you are you are excused. Yep. I yeah. So I make my way back out through that hallway out to the the storefront and then back outside. As you exit the room, you do see uh you do see farther down the hallway. Like the the hallway kind of like when it gets to the stairs, it branches off, and you can either go up the stairs or you can like go beyond the stairs, and you do see a, another guard standing watch over there. I'll go over and introduce myself to him. Oh, okay. So, okay. yeah, I come out of the room, and I just kind of, like, take a quick look around. I see another guard there. I'd be like, oh, hey, how are you doing, man? I'm going to I'm gonna be working with you starting tomorrow. He says, oh, uh, well, welcome aboard. He says, my name's Rolf. Well, good to meet you, Rolf. I'm Devin. I'll see you starting tomorrow morning. Nice to meet you, Devin. Uh, hey, if you, uh, if you go in the kitchen, just make sure you don't open the door to the basement. Why? What's in the basement? Nothing's in the basement. Also, the basement door's trapped. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, <sense motive. laughs> his name is Exposition. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twenty-seven sense motive. <laughs> he seems to be giving you a friendly heads up. Like if you show up and you're like, "I'm gonna make myself breakfast." <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet the pots and pans are in the basement. Yeah, don't go in the basement. 
I was like, I'm kind of assuming, like, okay, there's probably something in the basement, but the fact that the door is trapped is a good heads up to have. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. You know how you know how sometimes you're just like, I want to put a trap on this door. It'll be funny. <laughs> I just tell him like, okay, seems a little strange, but I'll uh, I'll take your word for it. I assume the kitchen's through that door, and I kind of point behind him to the left. Says, yep, yep, yep. That door's not not trapped, so you can you can go in there if you want, but just don't go in the basement. <laughs> good to know. All right. Well, good luck on the rest of your shift. I'll see you in the morning. All right. Bye, and, I, Devin. and then I make my way out. All right. Devoth returns to the storefront. Devoth, you only see Tuck Tuck. Okay. I make a point of not acknowledging him on the way out. All right. Tuck Tuck, Devoth totally ignores you. I remember the plan. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you do. Okay. So a couple minutes go by and Talkie returns and he has... He's he's like lugging like a a big crate behind him, and his his legs are like all the way retracted, and his arms are like like almost like comically elongated as they're dragging this heavy crate into the room. Here here you go, X number of restful sleep poison and Y number of drow poison. Is that a huge crate? Yeah, you guys asked for a lot of poison. <laughs> it seemed like that much. I mean, what what did what did Cheryl ask for? Seven doses, and you asked for like 15. I wanted five doses. Five doses. This is Twenty total. Yeah. So. Well, how you got a big old crate? Well, what's a dose? I I assumed a dose was like one arrow, one dose. <laughs> I just think a, uh, a dose of poison's a gallon. Well, because <laughs> 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 to drink a fucking gallon of it. He's like, it's a dose. So, like, if I'm thinking, all right, how much do I have to put on an arrowhead here? Like, he comes he back a with a crate of them. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of the weight is all packing peanuts. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Nice. Those are actual peanuts for eating. <laughs> <laughs> to eat while you're unpacking. Silly me thinking I'm going to get, like, a little eyedropper, you know, that I can squeeze 15 times. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I'm sure but... that's what it is. They're just but, so he, happy. but he put it in a crate, you know, comp- store policy. Right. <laughs> I I take my little vial out of that huge crate and leave the crate. Talkie secretly hopes that Cheryl does the same so he can reuse the crate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I take my poison. All right. Well, Talkie, uh, he says, well, is there anything else I can do for you? I think these will do splendidly for now. Oh, very good. Thanks for visiting the Jasper Leaf Apothecary. And he uh, opens the door and like just holds his extremely elongated arm out for you to exit the room i exit the room but then as i exit the room i'm sort of trying to weasel my way into all of the rooms like now i'm in the back through the Mm -hmm. what you got in the back thing now Mm -hmm. i want to ask what's behind that door over there did this guy have like a ledger when we like you know made the purchase did he like jot it down on anything Oh, like that we bought the poison? Yeah. And he's got other people who bought poison? Like a record or something? Yeah, oh. he probably made some sort of, uh, like, bill of sales. Uh, well, to find, like, as you say, if uh, Cheryl's going to, like, start trying to wander over here, I was wondering if he had, like, if there's a ledger, could I, like, slide a hand, like, a page out of it? You can, uh, yeah, you can try to do that. 23. Okay. okay. And That's furthermore, Axel, when we made the purchase, I would not mm. have given the name The Hood. I would have given the name Coop Cooperton. Oh, okay. I would have given the hood. That's my <laughs> name. <laughs> like in your in uh, Cheryl's mind, he's like, "Oh, that was smart. He didn't give his actual name. Uh, uh, the hood. I better make up a name too. <laughs> the, hood. the hood. Do it. Do I'm it. Captain Devon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is interesting. Uh, when you're attempting a sleight of hand check to take something unnoticed. Uh, you need to meet a DC of 20 to, like, actually do it. Like, whether or not the person sees you. Really? Perfect. Which you did. And from there, there's an opposed perception check to see if the person noticed you successfully doing it. So, not only did you do it, but Talkie did not seem to notice. Nice. Friggin' tight. All right, so we can go into that in a minute. So, uh, Cheryl, so you exit the room and you just, like, start going down the hallway. Yeah, you know how I like wandered in, and I was just kind of like looking around, like poking stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just continuing that right down the hallway, kind of like looking up, looking around, like, oh, what's behind this door? And He's just trying to Mister Magoo it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, <laughs> a yeah, great yeah. way to do it, actually. Cheryl exits the room and like immediately takes a right, and he was definitely supposed to take a left. And, she, yep. and Talkie starts going, ah, that's the wrong way. And while he's not looking, Hood, you like reach down and you take a few papers off of the ledger that 
it's kind of like a binder with all these like papers sticking out of it that he's got like tucked under his his arm and you just like slip a few a few uh sheets out and talky immediately gives chase to uh cheryl because <laughs> i'm so uh, fast his <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> well like his his like super long arms like they like oh uh squish into his body and then his uh his legs elongate and his gait is like uh right like a normal a normal length gait so yeah he he's like directly behind you as you reach the door at the end of the hallway he says uh you're not permitted to go back there oh is that where you keep the super good stuff i'm not authorized to tell you what's back there you're not allowed to be back there that sounds pretty good. I start walking where I'm supposed to. But now in my head, I know they have super good stuff. Even better than what they sold me. And I'm going to carry that sort of thinking back to the storefront. So, Hood, are you busting into any rooms while Talky is distracted? No, no, I, I got what I wanted. Okay, so the Hood and Cheryl uh, emerge from the southern door and are back in the storefront. You guys, uh, you guys are all now back in the storefront together with Tuck Tuck. You do anything from there, or you just leave him? I would thank the man for his discretion, and uh, I'd be on my way. Because, of course, please come again. Yeah, as he's leaving, I'm like, yeah, thanks for the poison. We out! Thank you, sir, for your discretion and <laughs> professionalism. <laughs> thanks for the poison, bro! <laughs> I mean, to be fair, no one's ever going to think Cheryl's casing the joint for a robbery with that attitude. Exactly. As you're like walking around the counter, the guard who had taken Talkie's place like stands up from the stool with like a, finally, and exits through the southern door back to his post, and you exit the apothecary. Scram, you were going to throw in a scrying spell at some point. Right. Uh, and you were targeting Devoth. Right. Okay. Yeah, great job on that. Two hours of their, like, leaving time. Okay. Um. I mean, I feel like they probably would have been in and out before two hours. Oh, okay. Well, you, you wait two hours, you start casting the spell, and we walk back in the front door of the mansion. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, let's see Let's Let's see see what Devoth is up to. You cast He's it, and right you see Devoth looking me. at you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear myself. You're like, ah, I'm at the apothecary. <laughs> <laughs> I should make note of that. No, then I uh, then I guess I'll scry when it's like I don't know within a reasonable time. Like I, all right. So you would have, uh, and what is it? One minute per one p- minute per level. All right. So we'll say that you started like five minutes after Devoth entered the building, which would have started like when he was being led to the uh, the dormitory. So you basically would have observed everything Devoth observed. Okay. You heard. Somebody talking about a devil cat, and you heard another guard talking about a trapped basement door in which there is nothing. Can I have uh, rolled a sense motive check with that trap door? Ooh. Sure. Is that how scrying works? You can make checks through? Sense motive is just determining whether someone's lying or not, or it's just trying to suss out their intentions. That is freaking sweet. See if you can beat my 27. There is no way for me to <laughs> beat it out. 15. You don't detect any deception. Okay. There's one way to find out, though. Well, I, w- I wasn't really detecting deception. I was more of detecting if there was, like, something else behind. If he was Is withholding there... information. Yeah. No. I mean, the, when he said there's nothing in the basement, you didn't necessarily detect any deception from that, but I don't think it's a huge stretch for you to be like, I'm sure there's something in the basement. Otherwise, it'd be pretty stupid for them to trap the basement door. Right. Right. Devoth, I don't think you detected any deception when he said that either, but that could have just been that being above this guy's pay grade. Like He, was he might pro- just not know that there's anything down there. Yeah. Like part of his training was, don't go in the basement. The door's <laughs> trapped. Oh, it's in the basement. Nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And honestly, it could just be something like, there might legitimately just be nothing in the basement. They just... That's possible. <laughs> they just trap the door to fuck with people who are trying to do what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's their pantry. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, they don't got, fuck with our pickles, man. And like, we like them. Got a big neon sign. Don't go in the basement. It's where they do their apothecary fight I club. I want one of those. <laughs> what? Okay, so I guess eventually everybody meets back up at Tessa's house, unless anyone had any pit stops to make. No, that sounds about right. Okay. Yep. I want to read those papers as we're walking back to the house. Most of the information on 
Uh, the papers that you got is pretty standard stuff, not very unsimilar from the transaction you and Cheryl just had. One one of the sheets, though, is like dedicated to like one full transaction. You see that it's the customer is a pirate named Big Blue Baloo. Hmm. Zarskia is cultivating some mandragoras for him. Those are flowers? Uh, you can make a knowledge nature check. Well, I don't know the info, but... You you might ask your bird friend. Yeah, I wouldn't be like necessarily uh, secretive of me reading this paper. I got a thirty-one. Yeah, bird there friend. you go. Okay, I'm guessing they're not flowers. Oh, Cheryl, twenty-eight, baby. I know everything. Yes. Uh, you would both know that mandragoras are plant creatures. Oh, damn! So you weren't far off when you said flowers. They're small-sized, uh, but otherwise more or less humanoid-shaped. They're not extraordinarily threatening at least not physically uh you know that they can administer a poison through their slam attacks the poison causes confusion and fatigue and you know that they can emit a shriek which uh uh, affects all creatures in a 30 foot area and causes them to become nauseated that sneaky bastard so are these things used as like a, a large slash guard system I guess no more or less than any other plant creatures. You know that they're not extremely intelligent, but they're certainly capable of like being trained to do something if that's what your goal was. I mean, you said they're cultivated, so I just, is there like a, a common purpose for cultivating these things? Well, like they're plant creatures, so like they're like basically being grown. So you guys get back to Tessa's house. Marilyn, Scrammer, just kind of Laying on the couches in their PJs, play, <laughs> playing Twister. <laughs> Meryl says, oh, well, welcome back. How did everything go? Did you get the evidence? I just look at him like askance, like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, a little bit. It would have been really nice if you did, but I, I wasn't expecting a yes from that. Still thought I'd ask. Well, I got mm-hmm. this, and I throw down the papers on the table. Whoa. What is it? Well, you tell me. Well, he takes a look at him. Looks like a bunch of receipts. Any Chelyak spy names you see there? Let me see. No. What about this, this close. big blue guy? He sounds not trustworthy. Big blue, blue? Come on. I, I've met the man once or twice. and He's, he's checked out. <laughs> We've met him once or twice, too. This was before you were around, Hood. Oh. What'd you think, Captain? Not trustworthy? I mean, he's not the best fighter around. He had a nice <laughs> bird, though. You said had. What happened to it? I did. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> you didn't inflict a single hit point worth of damage on that bird. He doesn't know that. I more or less meant, like, he fucked with me and my crew, so he's not around yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> History is written by the victor. Yes, it is. It really <laughs> is. History is written by the survivor. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So, anything else? Oh, I got hired as a guard easy enough. I start tomorrow morning. Oh, very good, very good. Did you get any information from uh, from the other guards there? Not a whole lot. She has something that the guards call a devil cat that would have to apparently feed every couple of days. Um, I guess that's just some like big tiger-looking thing that she keeps as a pet. Uh, and other than that, they said the the door to the basement, like there's a in in the kitchen, there's a door to the basement that is booby trapped. But he also said there's nothing in the basement, so I don't know why the I door would be that. trapped. I <laughs> doubt that very much. I wouldn't be surprised if the evidence we need is in that basement. But alas, we'll need to circumvent that trap somehow. This hellish feline has me concerned as well. From the guard's description, it sounds like it might be magical in nature, which has me concerned because it could be capable of anything. It could teleport through walls. It could be... Watching us the second we walk through the door, for all we know. Can I actually make a check on that as well? Because I was there for that part of that conversation. Sure, you don't have a whole lot to go on, except the fact that they call it a devil cat, and it's about the size of your average tiger. 21. The the amount of possibilities is far too much for you to really even bother making a guess. Says, "Mm, well, there is one way we could potentially figure out what kind of creature this is. Do tell. If you can find out when this creature was obtained, we could make the assumption 
that it came to the city via ship, since most of its imports do. And we can look at ship manifests from around that time and see if any magical creatures stand out. All right, all right. That's uh, not a bad idea. I'll see what I can dig up. Do you really think that this Hellcat is, like, the biggest thing to worry about at this point? It's the biggest unknown at this point. Uh, I don't know. There, it's an entire, like, almost marketplace. There's several unknowns. Fair enough. What I meant is that it's something that we can obtain information about. Anything else so far, we can only guess at. We know the basement door is trapped. We know that there's some sort of magical creature. There could be any number of additional guards and wards set up in this apothecary. Unless we wanted to prepare for every possibility, our best course of action is to prepare for the things we at least know are there. What are you suggesting, Scram? It seems like uh, me and you aren't aren't really far apart on what we should be doing. Uh, I think Devoth might be the best bet to get more information on that Hellcat because we don't have any information on it to go off of. So do you guys do anything else for the rest of the day? Did Devoth see the Hellcat? No. no. I was going to say, try to play 20 questions with him and see if he can figure out what it was. If only. Um, just to set the scene from my perspective, as soon as we walked in, I went straight to the food. Don't eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the food to poison, to eat oh. for me. It's a real life fear. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a nice nightcap, though. Here's yeah. Like, Here's my dinner. I also suffer from sleep deprivation. I'm yeah. just going to sprinkle it with some sleep poison. I'll get a nice full tummy and then, oh, I'm just going to drift off to sleep. <laughs> yep. Okay. So we go to the next day. All right, so Devoth needs to report for guard duty. I do so. What does everybody else do? Devoth, did you have any orders for us before you left? Yeah, Matt, think of everything. Just um, curious if there's something we should be doing. Well, I mean, the best thing that I could think of would just be to keep an eye on the place. Like, maybe, like, one of you get one of you post on, like, each side of the building, you know, north, south, east, west. And just keep an eye on people that come and go. Like, if anyone looks familiar or shady, just take note of it and uh, see how they're coming and going. Like, if everyone... I assume most people are going to be coming and going from the front entrance, but there's got to be other entrances and exits, and some of them may be secretive. So if we can see someone kind of, like, disappear from the street into the building, that gives us an idea of a different way in. So basically, we're just doing outside reconnaissance. Yeah. Do you want somebody play to play customer? If you want to, if you want to... Like, if you, Tuck Tuck, wanted to go in and try and do similar to what Cheryl and the Hood did, get a better feel for, like, get kind of the back of the place if you can, go for it. I wouldn't say not to, but I'd say for the most part, we're just kind of staking it out and getting a feel for it right now. All right. Um, I think I'm going to do my stakeout from inside. I've got more than enough herbs and spices that I need for my spells. I'm sure I can occupy the accordion robot for a while okay so uh, i'll keep an eye on the inside and maybe i'll think of something that'll get me in the back too okay yes graham i was thinking about potentially faking being like a like a beast master apprentice and wanting to see the cat how would you know it was <laughs> uh maybe like through st- apparently i'm here to see the devil cat i'm here to see the devil cat like Rumors has spread through the shackles that there's a devil cat here or something along those lines. I was. Uh, I mean, you'd quite... have to bluff your way through that. Are you comfortable <laughs> bluffing your way through that? I mean, go for it, Tom. Follow your heart. It's never yeah, going I'm... wrong first before. Yeah, screw it. I'm I'm going, okay. doing it. All right, Cheryl and the Hood. Do you have anything, or are you just gonna get a perimeter? Get, do a quick <laughs> perimeter check and go drink. I like that idea. I want to find the bar that's within line of sight of whatever side I was supposed to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that 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 is a pretty good cover. Yeah. you know, gives you a reason to be in one place all day. You're an alcoholic. Yeah, no, I've been working good with this guy, so I'm gonna keep doing that. So well, I I, I did request that you each pick like a different side of the building to to scope out. Ah, uh, <laughs> I know I should obey that order. But I assume you're still you here. Perception text. I'm sure you can set up a bunch of mirrors or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll go kind of 
what's my cover going to be? You guys took all the good ones. I'm just okay. going to kind of bumble around outside. You could just be hobo outside. Yeah, I'm going to bumble around. Who knows where I'll be. All right, so, yeah, uh, Cheryl and uh, The Hood, give me some perception checks. Oh, 20. 23. All right, um, so, Cheryl, if you were to, like, just kind of walk around the building, see what you see. Yeah. You would note that there, that the only way in, that is the only entrance, is the front entrance. Okay. There are windows. Um, so on the first floor, the only windows are on the front of the building. So there are two windows going into the storefront, mm-hmm. and there's one window going into like that little side compartment, little side room. Uh, the second floor has a lot more windows. There are windows on all sides of the building. The third floor has uh, also has windows on all sides of the building. Damn, alright, I don't know. I'm gonna keep wandering around. Yeah, Hood, you don't really perceive much. I'm gonna need a price check on a potion of fly and a potion of invisibility in the near future. Okay. Invisibil- a potion of invisibility is 300 gold, and a potion of fly is 750 gold. At some point before we head back to the house today, I would like to try and track those down. Okay. You can get those easily enough. So, Devoth... Yes. You report for duty. Hit duty. <laughs> <laughs> he said duty. Joe, duty means poop. I noticed you didn't laugh. <laughs> I noticed you didn't laugh at that joke. Let me break it down for you. Figured <laughs> I'd help, help out. They say, all right, uh, today you're going to be guarding the upper landing. Aye, aye. All right, so you are like kind of over here. And there is another guard with you. It's Rolf. Oh. Morning, Devin. Morning, Rolf. How are you today? Oh, I didn't get a lot of sleep, but I'll be fine. No? Any specific trouble or just uh, just a rough night? Uh, my girlfriend's kind of giving me the cold shoulder lately. She, oh, yeah? She wants me to get out of the guard business and uh, go into electronics. Uh, like the what now? <laughs> I don't get it either. Now she wants she wants me to apprentice under her father and get into uh, masonry. I uh, hear there's a pretty good guild in Hell Harbor, but uh, why would you want to get out of this business? It's the pay is pretty good and it's easy. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to have to think all the time for my job. Just patrol a hallway here, stand in a storefront there. Nobody ever comes in here. Exactly. Look, looking for trouble, at least. Don't why know. would they bother coming in here looking for trouble? He says, "Yeah, this place always seemed to have really." really strict security and they they don't let us take breaks or anything i don't know i guess darsky is just a you know i I guess she just likes to have a likes to run a tight ship i can't necessarily fault her there but uh hey she wants to pay me to stand around all day i I can do that here here okay so devoth you're basically given free reign of this upper landing right here rolf would tell you to not open the door to the south he says that one is trapped. All right. Anything special in there that they should know about? Or? Well, that's Zarsky's laboratory. Ah, the fun stuff. If you if if for whatever reason we need Zarskia, uh, you got to knock. If you try to open the door, well, we had a we had a guard try to let himself in once, and uh, he lost his hand. So I don't know if uh, if you can tell from my uh, my crude copy pasting. But I've altered a couple tiles in this map. So let me show you something that wouldn't have come up on the blueprints, but is uh, probably pretty apparent to Devoth. Yes. This area right here, the northernmost end of the hallway, is actually uh, a staircase that leads up. Ah. Okay, that's okay. That's where the third floor stairs and that, are. And that's how you get to the third floor. Okay. Rolf says that guard rotation is only for the second floor landing and no guards are permitted on the third floor. Fair enough, I guess. Uh, what's up there? Is that like Zarskia's private area or something? Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I, I guess that's, that'd be like her sleeping quarters, her living quarters. I can see why she wouldn't want anyone up there, I guess. Yeah, I guess she, I guess she, she like works on special projects up there occasionally too. That automaton goes up there sometimes. All right. 
So let's go to Tuck Tuck, who has just arrived at the Jasperleaf Apothecary. What do you do? You you hear, uh, welcome to the Jasperleaf Apothecary. Hey, it's you again. I wave. You didn't buy anything yesterday. What are you doing back? Here to buy. Oh, well, then welcome. I nod politely. Uh, and I'm going to start listing off different spell components for, you know, my spells. He unfurls a scroll and he starts writing down a scroll of paper and he starts writing down your order. Uh, and then I'm going to, after I get to the stuff I'd actually use, I'm going to mm. pause the transaction and say, and I'm going to look around a bit to see if anything else is interesting. Very well. I'll be right here if you have any questions. You're not, and I'm going to walk around. All right. Hey, uh, I got an idea. Oh, do tell. So I totally have that uh, ask my god if something's a good idea thing. Oh. <laughs> As I'm walking around the perimeter, I'm going to ask for asthma if getting in through a third story window would be a good idea for me. Third Is that a good okay. idea for old Cheryl to get in there? All right. Do me a favor and let me know if you're on the north east south or west side of the building okay yeah um i'll be right here this seems like a good spot south okay so you have a base chance of receiving a meaningful reply of 70 percent, and that goes up by one percent per caster level yeah so you're gonna have a 77 percent chance at the reply being meaningful there are four results wheel for good woe for bad wheel and woe and nothing nice if the spell fails so like if i got a 80 on yep. the 77 percent chance it would come back as nothing okay but you don't know if that is nothing because i failed or if it's actually right right nothing. right yeah yeah uh, yeah okay dude i believe 77 percent is basically can't miss except for that 23 percent. don't worry about that part all right here we go see there is one single window on the southern side of the building Okay. So you spend a full minute meditating, thinking about getting in that window somehow, and you get the impression that it would be a good idea to get into that window. Ooh. Uh, Yay. You know know that uh, it would be very fortuitous for your mission at hand to enter that window. All right. I got to find someone who can get that window. That's my new operative. Okay. I'm like got a spring in my step, going to look for. Not, I'm not going to do this on my own because that's the Get stupid the way to go. Yeah, I'm going to find the hood. The hood was just looking for potions of fly and invisibility. Yes, but more on that later. Let's cut to the uh, the renowned master of the beasts, Scram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. Who has just kicked down the front door of the Jasper Leaf Apothecary, <laughs> Scram. Kind of like has a notebook jotted down with like notes of like interesting beasts that he's come uh, uh, across inside his travels, including the bird, that Thunderbird. So he clearly, you know, he, he's got some notes written and other stuff like that. So uh, to make it look all the more legitimate, walks up to somebody who might know a thing or two about like this place, you know. The type of person that looks kind of confident. Uh, I guess make a diplomacy check to gather information. Okay. That's a nine. You bump into people who have gone there before, and they'd say, like, yeah, I got my uh, reagents for, you know, I can make a potion of cure light wounds, or I was able to use this for a tanglefoot bag. You're Uh, a tanglefoot bag. Thank you Mm -hmm. for noticing. But you don't get anybody who's like, oh, yes, I know that place inside and out. Okay. Uh, then I guess I go to a guard. Of the pharmacy, apothecary? Yeah. Okay. Like, at the apothecary? At the apothecary. Okay. I go into the apothecary. Okay. I thought you uh, already were. I'm in Beastmaster Scram enters the apothecary, like I said all along. You're right. I purposely bump into uh, a guard, like, kind of, uh, kind of looking like I'm scribbling down notes uh, into my bestiary nonsense. All right. Hey, watch where you're going. Oh, uh, I apologize. Uh, maybe you can help me out with uh, with something. Uh, I'm currently working on uh, my journal here, and uh, I have this entry that is left blank. It's of a uh, 
it's of a devil cat. Do you know anything of this? Give me a bluff check to act natural. That's a 26. Ooh. There you go. It's a bluffy wizard. So he's like, devil cat. Uh, I mean, I we got one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, do you have any uh, any sort of description on this uh, on this piece? I can't seem to find this in the library or anywhere, really. You see, I guess for the first time, Talky, uh, who's sitting at the stool, and he says, "That's because it's not called a devil cat." Oh, what what exactly is it called? It's That's just classified. Well, I've been uh, I've wandered through the uh, desert. The sea here, uh, <laughs> no trying to figure out what There's no what, cats in the sea. <laughs> uh, what this devil cat is? Do you mind giving me some uh, some hints so that way maybe I can uh, go to the library? I don't even need to know any other information outside of its name. Give me a diplomacy check. That's a nine. Talky says we can't give you any information on creatures housed in this building. If you if you wish to talk inside another room uh i do have um mounts of gold that might be of interest i've been trying to i've been trying to search for information just out of curiosity uh what what is uh what's going through tuck tuck's head right now <laughs> tuck tuck's there oh that's sh- true he's there uh, <laughs> i'm just thinking god damn it here we go again i'm probably staring <laughs> i'm definitely staring you're I probably not the I only don't one understand what i'm watching but i'm i'm it's oh i got popcorn baby uh, i'm not sure if scram like scram told me what his plan was but i'm not sure if he told everybody else yeah like, no, I don't, think don't so. worry guys i know what i'm doing uh okay so talkie looks at the guard who's like and he exits through the southern door devoth yes uh you're suddenly aware of another guard uh at the bottom of the stairs and he shouts up, says, uh, we got a, a customer for Zarskia. Rolf, uh, he looks at you, gives you a wink, and he goes over to the laboratory door and he knocks on it. The guard then returns from whence it came. A minute later, the guard returns to the storefront with another guard in tow who takes Talkie's position. Talkie says, come with me to Scram. Uh, very well. Scram, you are led down the hallway. You go around a corner. Because you are not led to the same meeting room as the others. And you go through a closed door and then enter the room immediately on your right. Pelkey says, Zarsky will be with you shortly. Very well. And he uh, leaves you in there. Devoth, you see the door to Zarsky's laboratory open. If you're looking through the uh, through the open door, you see benches and work tables uh, in the laboratory holding alembics, crucibles, glass tubing, and other assorted alchemical uh, accoutrements. And Zarskia exits the room. You get your first look at the Chelish spy. So Zarskia is a dark-skinned woman with uh, like white, almost toe-colored hair tied in uh, dreadlocks. So Scram, uh, the door opens again, and you see a tall, dark-haired woman with white hair enter the room and she looks at you and is kind of like taken aback that this kid is who she's supposed to be meeting with and she uh closes the door behind her and says my name is zarskia galambar who are you uh, uh, sorry i i've actually heard many stories uh about you but uh, the main uh, my my main thing is uh you know in my travels i've been trying to find uh search for uh creatures of myth she holds up a finger who are you oh uh my name's scram continue scram uh sorry i i've come across uh many beasts in my travel and i i've heard that you've had a uh a hellcat or a devil cat i may or may not house a large feline creature in my apothecary. Oh, that, then the rumors are true. That's fantastic. Uh, what interest have you in such a creature? Oh, I think it would be the coolest thing. Starting to learn, uh, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a wizard of sorts, and uh, I, I think it would be really cool to learn how to start summoning 
those type of creatures. So uh, only kind of like the mythical ones. She raises an eyebrow and you say you're a wizard. She says, uh, says you are a wizard. Uh, yeah. Do you mind if I show you something? I insist. Oh, okay. Uh, I throw on mage armor. She says, uh, maybe something more obtuse. Um, I feel like uh, a couple of my spells are pretty dangerous. Um, can I get a sense motive on this? Uh, sure. Just, just seeing what exactly she's. Oh God, no! That's a that a natty fatty one. Uh, who knows why she's asking for a demonstration? Okay. Uh, well, in that case, uh, I do chain of perdition. Okay. Uh, and I do you make it do anything? I kind of make it hover uh, behind me, not threatening by any means, but like you know, I I clearly make it kind of move around to my own motion. Okay. She just kind of has her arms crossed. She doesn't seem super impressed by what you've shown her, but she uh, she shrugs and says, "Okay, I suppose you are a wizard. These you don't come so young." Oh, make a will save, by the way. Oh, yeah, make a will save. Uh, that's eleven. Ooh. Okay. All right. She says, "Be that as it may, the apothecary houses many secrets. I'm not going to show you one of them, just because you're a wizard and you want to see it." Oh, I, I never, I never suggested that I wanted to see it. Although that would be really cool. I just, I just want the name of it so that way I can kind of uh, do my own personal research on it. Uh, your friend Talky, he mentioned uh, that the Devil Cat uh, wasn't the real name of it. So I, I've been wondering why I couldn't find it in any library. When you say that he mentioned that Devil Cat wasn't the real name, she kind of like. She she seems like she's like pissed off about that. She kind of like throws shade at the door. She says, "Well, if that was the case, he wouldn't have brought you to this room if you did not suggest some sort of transaction." Right, 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 right. The gold. Uh, so uh, I I have uh I have gold at my disposal that I am willing to part with if you have a asking price. How much you got? I'm more or less looking for a name. If you want a thousand gold, I can give you a thousand gold. You said you were a wizard, correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. I'll take your payment of one thousand gold, and I would also like three magical scrolls. Is there a certain price that a certain level price? Well, the stronger spell, the better. I have a couple of uh, necromancy spells that I'm currently not really using i'd be more than okay to hand them off for somebody else to use this is very well do you have that on you right now uh not currently but if you don't mind uh i can be back here you know what i'm gonna skip over i'm just gonna skip over i'm gonna be like uh if you just uh give me a couple hours uh i can come up with uh something if you don't mind them uh being within my range of course she says, of course. Okay. I will expect your return in two hours. Very well. So these are probably going to be have to be bought. Yeah, if you want to come back in two hours, I mean, you can you can stretch it out and say, I'll, you can say, I'll be back tomorrow, or I'll be back in six hours if you want to make her three first level scrolls or something. Yes, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be back in a couple hours. Very Just well. Gonna... Let's cut to Cheryl. So we're kind of like rewinding a little bit. So you've just performed your augury and you have seen that it is a good idea to go to the to go through the third floor window on the south side of the building. Yeah. Uh, what do you do with that information? I went to find the hood. Uh, I'm sure you would find him drinking at the bar. I go right up to him. Hey, hood. All right. I got some sick intel. I was chatting with Phrasma. My God. <laughs> and she told me. That third floor window at the south-facing wall. Uh huh. We gotta get in there. She told good you things will there. happen. Did she say like we need to get into it right now? Like as soon as possible. Like yesterday? Oh, we better go. We should have a ladder already. Uh, let's go. All right, let's get a ladder. I would start making my way towards the south side of the apothecary. Yeah. Okay. And what do you think's in there? Just good things? Good stuff will happen? 
I don't know for sure what's in there, but I'm pretty sure it's treasure. And mission complete, maybe. I don't know. Phrasma said it, not me. All right. But I trust her. Well, if I'm going to use my freshly bought potions and there's nothing up there, you owe me. You have potions? All right. I will drink my potion of fly and my potion of invisibility. Okay, okay. cool. I'll have some of the potion. What do I do? <laughs> do you have a way to get three stories up? No, I didn't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> or if you did, I thought it involved me too. <laughs> so the hood just drank two potions, and on the second one, he disappeared. <laughs> oh, God. Bring a rope up. Hey, yeah. Wait. Actually. Where'd you go? Yeah, why don't, why don't we do that? I'll fly up. Is there anything to tie... Mm-hmm. It, what is the third floor? Is it just like a house where, like, you know, it's just the side of the house, or is there like a balcony? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's just the side of the house. Right. Well, I'll fly up and I'll look in the window. Okay. Uh, it is a dark-looking room. It looks unfurnished and dark. Is there anybody uh, in there? Uh, you don't see anything. Is the window unlocked? Uh, yeah. So I go in. Okay. Uh, so you open the window and a heavy, sour odor hits you in the face okay Uh, you can see that the floor is actually a uh it's like a metal grate uh kind of like what you would see in like a like a modern ship like a like a military ship or like the the like you can like see through the floor kind of yeah i know what you're talking about It, it is clear that the that the odor is wafting up through the grate from the room below you is it a smell that i've like smelled before i don't think so like maybe it's like very ammo- ammonia y. If you wanted to, you could access the room below through a hatch in the floor on the western side of the room. Uh, there are two north facing doors, one on the uh, the east and one on the west. Can you put me where you're talking? Uh, it's actually not part of the map because it's on the third floor. What uh, secret maybe. room? So you're just like getting a good uh, look at the room, and you're about to uh, take a rope out to like find them to tie it off to. And uh, you hear a voice. I stop and listen. The voice says, I know you're invisible. I can hear your thoughts. Where are you? Show yourself. I think in my head, don't come to the opposite side of the room that I'm actually in. So like if you're at the south side. Yeah, I'm like, don't come north. Don't come north. Don't go north. Don't go north. He ain't in here. He ain't in here. He says, I can see your thoughts as well, and I know exactly where you stand, you fool. Then I fly back out the window. Wait, come back. <laughs> I mean, do I see this thing? Uh, make a perception check. Eleven. Oh, wow. Uh, in that case, uh, you turn to fly out the window, but uh, there is a creature now blocking your path. A swollen, brain-like bulb encrusted with fungal shelves squats atop several ropey legs a wide mouth bisects the bulb's crown and we'll see you next week oh what God. what whoa oh, no Dude. Uh, see ya see ya see ya i feel like my raw stuff is pretty bad though <laughs> it's the only thing <laughs> oh i disagree sir i think your best stuff is your raw stuff <laughs>